Uh, welcome back, inebriate. Uh, this is your host, Andy, as always. And uh, some people might say if you're at a brewery at 1030 on a Thursday morning, you have a problem, but that's my job and the life I've chosen. But I'm here in Dorchester Brewery in Dorchester, Mass., and we ran an event here about a week ago, and I noticed, hey, there's new art hanging on the wall, and I started looking at it, and it's um, hung by the Museum of Bad Art, so I'm here with Louise Riley Sacco. I got that right? Yes. Right. Um, who I reached out to, and I'm like, hey, let's get you on the show and talk about exactly what, it, what, what and why Museum of Bad Art. So, I mean, can you, how did it even come about? Like, what was the concept behind it? The Museum of Bad Art started almost by accident in 1993. Okay. Um, Scott Wilson was an arts and antiques dealer, and like all arts and antiques dealer, he drives really slowly on trash night to see what happens to be leaning against the trash barrels. Of course. And he saw a painting that he dismissed as you know not a good painting, but it was in a beautiful frame. So he grabbed it, planning to throw out the painting and clean up the frame and sell it. Yeah. He stopped by his friend Jerry Riley's house, and Jerry said, you can't throw that out, it's so bad it's good. And Jerry took the painting and hung it over his fireplace in his house. Um, that painting was, we called, Lucy in the Field with Flowers. It's um, an amazing piece. That's the one that's on the card that you It's on gave, my right? business card, yeah. yes. That has a woman who may be sitting, she may be standing, she's, the, the sky is yellow, the wind is blowing in two different directions, but she's, <laughs> but she makes you look at it and say, you know, what, what's going on here? What is this? Yeah. But uh, anyway, then once Jerry hung it in his house, then Scott and other friends kept an eye out for other, you know, really bad paintings in thrift stores and yard sales and the trash and, yep. you know, all of that. And Jerry and his wife, Mari Jackson, um, ended up with a you know, pretty sizable number of, of these paintings. They were moving house, and instead of calling it a housewarming, they decided to call their party a uh, the opening of the Museum of Bad Art. It was going to be a one-night event. Yeah. Um, we painted the basement white, put up some cheap track lighting, and wrote up descriptions for each of these pieces. And everything we wrote up was... Um, in art speak. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. It was, and it was never saying anything bad about the piece. It right. was interpreting it in the way artists do, you know. You know, note the color palette that's meant to convey such and such, so, you know, and all, all of this. They invited about 50 people to this housewarming, and by midnight there was something like 200 people in their house because people kept calling their friends saying, you have got to come and see this. Oh, that's funny. And the next morning, five of us said, well, we're going to have to find a way to keep this going. And um, it took us a while to figure it out. But by 1994, we had our first public exhibit yeah. um, outside of Jerry's house. Um, we had already got enough attention so that people would come by to see the art museum on this little street in West Roxbury that, um, in his little house. And when a busload of seniors from Rhode Island pulled up on the street to come and see the museum. We knew we had to move on. And um, we asked around. The owner of the Dedham Community Theater, which is a oh, I don't, old, old, old movie theater built mm -hmm. in 1912 or something, um, gave us their basement. And oh, we, cool. For, for years, we were in the basement of the Dedham Community Theater. And 
that space is memorable because people could enjoy the the smells and the sounds from the men's room, which was right <laughs> next to it. Okay. Um, overlapping with that period, we were given space in the basement of the Somerville Theater, which is another vintage movie theater. Yeah. You know, and um, that was not near the men's room, but um, was a, was another basement space. The new ownership at Dedham meant we, we lost that space. We lost the Somerville space about three years ago because they had other plans for the building. Mm-hmm. And in between, we spent some time in the New England Animal Hospital lobby in South Weymouth. We were in Brookline Access Television Cable Studio for a while. Okay. We've, we've had uh, exhibits in different places. But through the pandemic, we really didn't have exhibit space. Sure, and I mean, people weren't going to exhibits anyway. Yeah, 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 and the people that might have had space weren't interested in talking to us about it. They had bigger problems. Right. What did happen during that time, though, is... Well, let me... I'll back up a bit. Over the years, we have had a lot of traveling exhibits. We've sent art to Calgary, to Arlington, Virginia, to New Mexico, to you know, lots of places. We've had two big shows that have gone overseas at times in Taiwan and Tokyo. Wow. Um, this is and, so much bigger than I ever thought it was. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, I mean, we, it's bigger than we even recognize right this minute <laughs> sometimes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, really? Are yeah. we really doing this? Um, but we did, what we used to do locally is um, maybe three, four times a year, we would take a slideshow to a public library. Mm-hmm. And, you know, libraries love to have these events. Oh, these sure, things. yeah. So, um, and Tewksbury Public Library, Tewksbury, Massachusetts, had us come, had me come back every, every few years. Yeah. And um, do a, a show about the Museum of Bad Art. The director there gave me a call and said, that slideshow that you've been bringing us, could you do it on Zoom? And we kind of went, uh, duh. Yes, sure, why have yeah. we not been doing this? <laughs> why have we not already been doing this? Um, so we uh, tightened up the slideshow and did some work on it. Do you want to wait for is these that, noises? Is that too much? Okay. All right. These mics are pretty directional, so. Okay, good. No, so we, we tightened up the, uh, the slideshows and did some work on it and developed a couple more shows. So yep. we had an introduction to MOBA, um, the MOBA Zoo, Poor Traits. Get it? Portraits. Portraits. <laughs> right, right. I love a good pun. <laughs> in, in the nude, N-O-O-D. Yeah. And doppelhangers. What is doppelhangers? It's a lot like doppelgangers. Yeah. But it's our pieces hanging on the wall. They're pieces that intentionally are not look like a famous person. Oh, okay. All right. So yeah. anyway, with those five shows, um, for, actually, again, let me back up a little bit. We did this, this Zoom program with the Tewksbury Public Library and got a huge response. So immediately decided that we should be offering this. And of, oh, and of course, libraries pay a fee for, for yeah. people to bring programs, mm-hmm. and we had no income from anything else at the moment. Um, the, so we decided we should offer this to other libraries. And it was really easy to get a list of librarians in Massachusetts. So um, email list. Yeah. So we sent an email to... 400 librarians in Massachusetts, and within a couple of weeks, we had booked 20 programs wow, on, on Zoom. 
Um, from that, then we, we started, it turned out Massachusetts was the only state that it was easy to get that list, but we yeah. painfully developed lists for other states and ended up doing um, about 150 li uh, programs for libraries no kidding. Um, over Zoom. That's crazy. Um, which is just, and now that's sort of something we do also for um, business groups, social groups, you know, anybody who wants wants a program like this. Yeah. So that's what that's what, what we did over the, while the pandemic was, was raging. Um, but also in, I have to do my math now, in, two, in 2020, we were supposed to be bringing a major exhibit to Quebec City. Yeah. And of course... Nothing happened Nothing in happened. 2020. Yeah, so, <laughs> so many people, like for the last three years, everyone had like, a, oh, this year was supposed to be yep. whatever. There were 109 yeah. pieces were packed, and they never got sent out. At least you didn't ship them out. My job that I got laid off from because of COVID, I shipped um, trade show displays. Oh, yes. And so it had gotten shipped, the, tra the next trade show, and wasn't lost, but was just... They're like, well, we know where it is, but it's not going anywhere for who knows how <laughs> right, long. You right. Know? So, yeah, yeah. No. So this. Is, so it didn't happen in 2020, but then they said, well, did we want to do that? Would we do that show in 2021? So yeah. we did. So in 2021, we had 109 pieces in an exhibit in the uh, right on the water in Quebec in the old city. Oh, nice. That was in a building that had just been built as an exhibition building. We were the first event in it. Oh, that's funny. And there's a there's a poster that was like two stories high on the outside uh, wall. I mean, it was it was amazing. Yeah. So they asked us to come back the next year. So in 2022, this yeah. past summer, we brought 70 pieces. This time we were in a and this is part of a summer arts festival. So they take over a lot of things in the old city. This time it was in an ancient building that had just been rehabbed to be to be used for public work and public art, and we were oh, the first people cool. in it again. Yeah. They had, in 15 weeks, they had 60,000 people come through this show. Wow. Yeah. That's insane. It's insane. Yes. I mean... What, what's, what is... I mean, it's easy to understand the appeal of, quote-unquote, good art. What, what is the appeal of bad art? And that's, and I realize we've skipped over that whole question yeah. of, like, why? Yeah. <laughs> right? right? <laughs> what do you do? The, the, when we talked about this at the start and, and we were getting going, we knew that we were having fun with this art, and, and we were very aware that we're, we're celebrating it. Mm -hmm. We're not making fun of anybody. We're never saying bad things about the art or the artist. We're, we're celebrating the art. But are we the only people who, you know, are we five the only people who think this is <laughs> interesting? Is, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the insight that got us past that was, if you're walking past an art gallery with a group of people and someone says, wow, look at that, until you turn around, you don't know if it's really good or really bad. But either way, they sure. want to share it. And it's, if you go to a gallery and you come home and someone asks you how it was, you're going to remember the really good and the really bad and everything in between is, is just not even like it existed. Yes, so exactly. It's yes. almost like for a stand-up comic, it's better to be booed than not to have a reaction at all. Yes. You know? Right. It, the, the, but the fascinating thing is it's bad art, but it's someone trying their hardest. It, uh, that's... Part of our criteria is yeah. that it has to be art, and to us, art has to be sincere. 
mm-hmm. or it's, it's not art. So it's got to be sincere. What we're looking for is something went wrong in a way that makes it interesting or raises questions or but the same kinds of things that a fine art museum is looking for when they select art. Yeah, like what does it invoke? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. um, and, and you, yeah, you want it, people to respond to it. Mm-hmm. And, and, and those are the pieces. And you've looked at our art. You know, a lot of it, you know, a lot of the response is WTF. You know, <laughs> like, what were they thinking? Well, it, it, I think, I mean, there's one right over your, your shoulder, the, the My Three Sons. Like, I grew up watching that show, and it's right. the main character with three, like, actual... Planetary sons. Planetary sons. sons. I yes, was trying right, to, yes. And yeah, I, and vi- I, visual pun. Yeah, right, and I'm like, right, I right. love that. That's a great pun, you know? Right. that's. Um, are there... Like you mentioned before that they had to be bad in a good way, which I really appreciate because I'm a, a lover of bad movies. Yes. But there's that fine line between like, I don't like, like Sharknado's fine, but the sequels I don't like because they're made intentionally bad. And I feel like if you intentionally make it bad, you can't make it bad in exactly, the right way. Exactly, exactly. If someone tells us they are trying to make a piece to get into our museum, we'll tell them you're not gonna be, you're not gonna succeed. Yeah, because it's, there's just something about. When in, you, insincerity comes through. Yeah, 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 that's exactly, because you did, you mentioned it had to be sincere. And yeah, it, but that, 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 yeah. that deliberateness come, you know if somebody says oh look at me aren't I adorable aren't I you know I'm yeah. terrible ha 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 it, you know, eh. now is there uh, you said some of these are found you know in the trash or discarded so there's no way of knowing but if you know the artist do you take into consideration their age because I feel like some art is bad just because you know they're young and they're learning yeah we have a, have a whole list of um, categories that we don't accept okay we do not accept children's art okay we don't accept um, student exercises. Students shouldn't have to feel like someone's you know, watching over their shoulder ready to pounce. I, I, we were at a, uh, our life drawing event last night, and I was really I was so disappointed that like, I scribbled over the face. And I'm like, I should just bring this and donate this tomorrow. <laughs> but again, it wasn't a sincere effort. It was me being frustrated. Yeah, and the other thing, it, it, and we, we're not interested in um, kitsch, yeah. you know, which is a whole, there are people who collect kitsch and, mm-hmm. and that, that can be wonderful and fun. Paint by numbers, no thank you, even if they're all painted the wrong colors, which there are the people who do that too. Um, no craft yeah. stuff. And nothing that's boring. I mean, something could, could really be objectively a bad painting. Yeah. And it's just boring, so who cares? Right, yeah. You know. So I, I was reading some of them, and some said they were donated, and some said they were found. Is that... Like, do you go out looking for them? Is there, is there Monet bad artist that like a known bad artist? Okay, you, you, you <laughs> get, get, get a couple of questions yeah. there. Um, our curator Mike cannot walk by a thrift store without going in. Sure. Okay, yeah. so he he does buy them, and we used to have a uh, price limit for him that he wasn't supposed to spend more than six dollars and fifty cents. <laughs> but okay. he has now spent as much as 20 or $25 on a piece because, you know, we've got all that revenue coming in sure. from the library talks, yeah. uh, which is another thing about how this whole thing has kept going. There are no salaries. We're all, I mean, I've been doing this since 1993 for, yeah. the, for no salary. Yeah. So we're doing it because it's fun. 
which means we can get by on a shoestring. Yeah, you know, yeah. We we sell books and postcards and the usual museum merch, mm-hmm. and that that and these these talks that we do are enough to uh, keep the doors open. Oh, that's awesome. Um, I just lost myself in the Oh, so I was oh, saying, and, uh, and yeah, artists yeah, yeah. That, that we, yeah, there, there are a couple of times there've been artists that that we have got to know. One of them was um, very early on. We acquired a piece. Oh, I can't even think of the name of it, but it was sort of a neon neon colored face mm-hmm. and some words around the top of it, and it just it had all this um, I don't know kind of manic energy in it. But it was it was off. It had the face had three eyes and okay. you know, but not in a I don't know. It just it was off. So we we put it in our first book, and it was it was um, so it got some attention and mentioned in some magazines. Got a call and it was signed by uh, Sanford Will uh, Winslow, Sandy Win- Sandy Winslow. Sandy called and he said, "Hey, if you like that piece, I got a lot to show you." And we ended up having a one-man show that we called Relentless Creativity, I Just Can't Stop. And we had Sandy's pieces, which were all Mm neon-colored. They all had mostly three eyes. They all had things to say. And and they all just had that same kind of of energy in them that just grabbed you. But you would just look at, but but what? But why? (laughs) And uh, Sandy has since, he died some years ago. Um, but we have heard we heard from family and friends later that that being in, having a museum exhibit was was just a, a really high point for him and, and exciting he's, his life. He was fine with it being the museum of that Absolutely. art. Absolutely. And huh. the other the other person is there's a woman named um, Mari Newman in mm-hmm. Saint Paul, and Mari from the time we opened sent us. She would send the art and then we got her to send us the pictures first because we really you know it's only so much we can take um and we probably have six eight maybe pieces of maris and she has works in outsider kinds of exhibits yeah too she is uh i think legally blind she has a very small field of vision mm-hmm. so one of the the first piece we got from her is um Bone juggling dog in a hula skirt, and it's a it's a sounds amazing. Tall, it's a, you know, horizontally yeah. uh, uh, horizontal piece with like a dachshund that's dancing and has a hula skirt on. It's it's amazing, but it's pointillist because she had this small field uh, of vision, so she built it with little dots. You know, yeah. that she, she could she could see, um, and she 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 sends Mike gifts for Valentine's Day, I mean, that she made. She, yeah. she, she loves what we're doing, and she, we love what she's doing. But what we've learned from newspaper articles is that um, Mari puts things, objects in her yard in St. Paul and decorates them. And every few years, the municipal authorities say that she's got trash all over her yard and that she needs to clean it up, and she won't, and she fights with them, and then they come and haul it away and charge her for the cleanup, and she has a fight about that. So she's she's an interesting character. And then character. fills it up again. And then she fills it up again oh, over the so next few years. Yeah. Yeah. It, right. And it's, I think part of what I really find appealing about the idea is, I was having a conversation last night where. I don't like the, the the term talent 
because I think it's dismissive of all the hard work that people put in to learn the skill mm -hmm. of mm -hmm. drawing or painting. And so my argument was, you know, it's a skill and, you know, you get better over time and, and the more tricks and, and tools you learn, the better you get. And I, I, so many people who are like, oh, that's kind of cool that you guys do that, but I can't draw. And I'm like, it's not, no one walks out of any of our events with the Mona Lisa. Right. It's about learning and practicing and building that. So I kind of like the celebration of it's not perfect. It's best I could do at the time, but it's not perfect. Right. You know, I, I right. love that kind of right. idea behind it. Oh, and some, I mean, some of, you've, you've looked around here. Some mm -hmm. of the work is done by people who clearly have skills, sometimes very impressive skills. When you look yeah. at, you know, what the, the way they render whatever it is they're, they're trying to portray. But they had an idea that didn't work out the way they hoped. Yeah. Or that wasn't as good an idea as they thought it was. Sure, you know? yeah. So some, it, it, the execution can be wonderful. Yeah. But the concept is where the the yeah. the uh, what the hell yeah. Uh, happened? Yeah, right. That's funny. Um, so, how did you end up here in Dorchester? After our three years of being homeless, yeah. we, were, we were getting fairly desperate to find a place. Oh, is this the home of it now? This is the home. Oh, okay. Yes. All right. Um, we were getting desperate to find a place to show our show. Our, you know, we, we've got. A hundred pieces showing in Quebec, but we don't have a place that people in Boston can and go come and see, see it. Yeah, so, yeah, you know, yeah. and that that just was not not good. And um, we we needed a place that uh, had lots of wall space yep. that would let people come in and wander around for free. Mm -hmm. That had staff there because we don't have a budget to have you know pay someone sure. to to be there, and that was um, accessible by public transportation here in Boston. So, and we, the few places we could think of weren't interested. City of Boston has, has business improvement districts, BID, mm -hmm. all around the city. Yeah. I wrote to all of the BIDs and said, here's what we're looking for. If you know of an organization in your district that might be interested in hosting us, let's talk. Yeah. And the BID here in this part of Dorchester told the events manager here yeah. at, at the brewery about us. They had just finished this room that we're in now. This events room had, had just finished. They had just finished uh, building it, and they were looking for a way to give it, make it more interesting. Mm -hmm. So they thought that putting MOBA art in this room would oh, make sense. Yeah, it's a great idea. Yeah, and, and as you see, it's perfect. But the, the day we came to look around and see it, and you know, make some decisions, the more. They learned about what we were doing, and of course, we brought them our books so they could see it. Yeah. And all this. They said, "Well, you could also put some here and here and here <laughs> and here." So we're now also in the game room on the stairway in yeah. the hallways. We're all we're all over the brewery. Yeah, that's awesome. And, and we've it, been here for now uh, September, October, November, December, three months. Yeah. And um, they've been thrilled. It's brought additional traffic in here. Mm -hmm. Some of those people buy beer or buy barbecue over. Yeah. The, the barbecue's barbecue great place. here. Yeah. The barbecue's great. Um, we're thrilled because we have a space that's opened mm -hmm. ten, uh, ten, what, 11.30 every day until either 9, 10, or 11, depending on the day of the week. Yeah, so it's great hours. and it, People come in free. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, um, so it's, it's just been, it's been a win-win. It's been a, and, you know, it's a, it's a nice brewery. It's a nice environment anyway, even yeah. before we put the art in it. <laughs> it's a very welcoming brewery. Like, yeah. ever since we've been working with them maybe a year, year and a half. 
And I mean, it's one of my favorite breweries to come to. And it turns out that Matt, who founded it, yeah. was my son's boss in two different jobs. Oh, years really? and years and years oh, ago. That's funny. Isn't <laughs> the world so small sometimes? Real, yeah. The world is very small, yeah. So, how many pieces? does MOBA have? And like, if you don't have a brick and mortar location, like, I mean, we have, over eight, we have over 800 pieces. Okay. We have storage containers um, yeah. in, a, in a warehouse, actually. And also the curator's garage is pretty full. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, there are about 40 pieces showing here. Now, do you, is there like, I mean, I'm assuming this will get swapped out at some point. Yeah. Um, are they for sale? Do you have people no, no, looking no, no, to no. purchase them? Would you walk into the MFA and ask them if their pieces are for sale? No. We are a museum. <laughs> We're a museum. We're not yeah. an art gallery. We do sell prints, yeah. post, posters and, and our canvas prints of most almost everything um, people can buy online. What we do sell. I was just wondering, like, in my brain, I'm thinking that's a lot of storage. And, like, at some point, you're, like, do you... How, I just handled it all. And well, we, we, we did go through deacquisitioning some pieces yeah. that uh, we knew we were never going to show again. People also send us a lot of art or sometimes even leave it at our galleries that we don't want. It just doesn't meet our criteria. So what we have done is probably four or five times over the years, we've had a, um, a, a, an auction a, the, of the rejection collection. And each piece comes with a certificate that says this was rejected by the Museum of Bad Art. Oh, that's amazing. And that's been... A, that, that's, <laughs> that's an amazing idea. Really yeah. um, very effective in getting rid of some of the stuff we don't want and raising a sure. few bucks. Wow, that's yeah. fascinating. Is there... I mean, you, you, you talked about the, the programming that you do with libraries and, and business... I mean, are there other concepts in the future that you're like working on? Or? There are a couple. The exhibit that just finished up in Quebec, they, it closed in October, um, was put on by a, a company that does public art festivals. We were part of a festival. And the people who run that have kept that art. It's packed and it's in their warehouse because we're hoping that either we or they will book it into another location and we can send it directly there instead of bringing instead it of back moving to Boston it, yeah, and out yeah. again. Um, but the thing that we really, our, our goal our goal right now is to have an exhibit in a traditional art museum. Um, we really want to do that. And we, we, you know, we've targeted a couple of museums that we think would be, it would fit. Yeah. We haven't made the right connection yet. But um, that would give us a, a presence in the traditional museum world. Right. And a credibility that would really be uh, important. Yeah, and that's that's one of those. You just that email has to get to the right person on the right day. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. that's really fascinating. And, uh, and we we also keep looking for connections to museums. You know, oh wait mm -hmm. a minute, you know you know somebody who works at the the Warhol in in uh, Pittsburgh. Well, can you introduce me? You know, and trying to get that kind of a of a link too. I ran into a girl at a brewery in Plymouth, and she works at Turtle Bay Brewery. Which is in it's around here somewhere. I don't know that one. It's fairly local here. Uh, I'll get research on it. And um, she works for the MFA. Oh. <laughs> I, I can't remember her name because it was like a year ago. But I know I'm assuming she still works there. And she, I think she was the events coordinator for Turtle well, Bay. Well, I mean, then that's exactly the kind of we, you know, we we feel like that that's going to happen when we get that yeah. kind of a connection who says, oh, wait a minute, you should talk to this curator and let me set it up. Yeah. You know, that's, that's when it'll happen. But meanwhile, 
you know, this is doing great. We're, we're doing um, some, uh, some of our virtual, we're still doing Zoom programs. Now mm -hmm. they tend to be hybrid. You know, some yeah. people are there in person and some, some people are zooming in. Zooming yeah. in. And in fact, Mike even did go to a library recently, recently with a slideshow, uh, Mike being the curator, and uh, did one in person. So I'm sure this is going to be a question that you're going to refuse to answer, but I'm going to, I feel like I'm obligated to ask you. You never know. What's your favorite bad artwork? Would you ask someone who's their favorite See, child? I, <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know that. My, my favorites come and go. Actually, okay, I do have a current favorite. Um, you, did you notice the guy with the, um, that's from the, taken out of the Sistine Chapel piece? Over in the game no, room. No, I'll have All right, to I'll that. tell you. I didn't know. I wasn't in the game room last time I was here, so I didn't notice there were pieces. I may it. have to stop and stop this and walk you over to let you see it. Oh yeah, let let's me do that. Okay, let's do that, and then I'll then I'll. Tell we'll you, be right back. Give you the whole background. <laughs> okay. And we're back. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, Everybody knows the painting in the Sistine Chapel that's called The Last Judgment. Mm -hmm. Great big thing behind an altar that has um, gods in the middle pointing people towards hell in the lower right-hand side of the painting and up towards heaven in the upper right-hand right side. Um, there is a character that's on his way to hell that is a muscle-bound kind of guy who's, who's just all kind of sort of curled up and looking sad. And the street vendors in Rome have taken that guy and put him on mugs and posters oh, and okay. T-shirts, and, and they call him the damned man. All right. Um, so he's a you know, pretty well-known chunk of, of, of little painting, chunk yeah. of that giant painting. Our artist painted a version of this and the, the guy was already a little too muscle-bound. Yep. My, my theory is that Michelangelo was getting tired of this painting by the time he got to this guy and yep. kind of slapped him together. No, I'm not an art critic and maybe I'm off, but that's how I see him. Sure. Our artist made him car really cartoon-level yeah. muscle-bound. And he put a green neon Speedo on him, that's, that's, which is just wonderful. So the, the three things that stuck out, when I when you just showed it to me was the speedo. Uh huh. Was the position of like so the original has like his hand like on the side of his face, kind of covering one eye, but like the position of the eye in this one is off, so he almost looks like a cyclops. Yes. And then there's a random eye in the upper left hand corner that I had to go back and look at the original and be like, oh no, that's not there. Like, With some kind of slime hitting yeah, down yeah. over it's, the over it's the. Very, over. So we call him. Yeah, he's he's the damn guy. The damn the, guy, not so the, the damn, damn man. man. <laughs> but there's more. Okay. Where this came from is uh, two families in uh, Newton, I think. Were the uh, men and both men were physicians who were friends, and one of the physicians had a p grateful patient painted that picture and gave it to him. And um, he, you know, couldn't throw it out, but he didn't want to keep it, so he gave it to his friend. And then the two families gave it back and forth to each other in very sneaky ways for oh, years. Oh, just kind of like left it amongst, you know, closets. Well, the, and the best one I heard of is that the two of them were at a hockey game together. Yeah. And, you know, one of them says, oh, let's go get a beer. And they get up to the, to the beer counter, 
and the, the woman says, oh, you are our thousandth customer. You get a prize. And she hands him a wrapped <laughs> prize, and it's the painting. <laughs> That's know? amazing. So they, they were at that level. Well, anyway, one of these, these guys had died, and the um, remaining uh, families decided they, you know, they, they were tired of passing it back and forth. And when they heard about us, they decided this was the right place for it. So and we 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 love it. So it's it's with the rise of paint and, paint nights, paint and sips. Are, are, do you see a lot of people trying to donate those type of? We things? do, and you and you you know what they are. So oh yeah, you see yeah. them. Yeah, yeah, right. Yes, yeah, um, they are. And and you know we just send them a polite letter saying doesn't meet our criteria. Thank you very much. Yeah. You know, it's, um, no. That's got to be an interesting letter to get. <laughs> well, and it's like the. It, yeah. it, uh, being rejected, pieces we sell in, at, at our rejection collection auction, for instance, we never say, we don't say why. Yeah. You know, we're not going to say to somebody, yeah, that's just boring. I mean, we might say it's not, um, it, it's a print, it's not even an original. Right, um, yeah. which, which sometimes happen. But usually, if they want to think we rejected it because it's not bad and it's good, they can think that. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's seldom the truth, but yeah. they can think it. Oh, that's um, funny. Um... Is there any piece in the collection that you think is too good and you kind of got overridden? That, no. No? No. That's not a... Um, that's... Yeah. This, this, this is... We turn down so many. Yeah. <laughs> I can imagine, yeah. like, once kind of word... I mean, you've been around for a long time, so, like, once word got out, I'm sure there's... Many museums worth of stuff that you get offered. There, there are some that I have lobbied one once or twice that I've lobbied the curator to say, yeah, let's let's take this. Come on, we need to take this. And uh, part of what we what we look at some, sometimes is, you know, we always do these descriptions, these tongue-in-cheek descriptions mm-hmm. of the pieces. And you know, sometimes Michael will look at it and say, yeah, but what could we say about it? You know, uh, okay, because we, we want to have something to add to it, right? Um, yeah, you know, it's it's what we there are. Um, cafes and things that throw yard sale art up on the wall and you know a lot of it's not very good not, but that's not what we are we are deliberate and we, we are adding the value of our interpretation yeah I, I, like, I think part of what makes it so good is how serious you guys take it yes you know because it's that intention you know it's the person was sincere in their painting and you're sincere in the way that you treat it you treat it like any other piece of art. And along those lines, um, the first book, we, we've had two books published. The first one had a painting of like a merman under the sea. And uh, he was kind of dancing. And I forget exactly what we said about him, but mm-hmm. anyway, it was, it was kind of an interesting piece. And it was signed, but we weren't able to find out anything about the artist. We, you know, He was invisible yep. online. Tw- 15 or 20 years later, I got a call from a woman in Florida who said the, the, the artist was her next-door neighbor, and he was 85 years old, and she had showed him the book when she saw his name in it, and he wanted us to know that we understood him exactly. Oh, that's funny. Which was just, you know, wonderful It's to so hear. funny. Have you, have you had any negative response from an artist? That- We've had a few. Most, most often, artists are, even if they didn't submit the piece, are thrilled to hear that they're in a museum. Yeah. And um, if they did submit it and we turn them down, they can tell themselves they're not that bad. And, right. You know, yeah. so they, I'm they too can't, good. They can't, they can't lose. <laughs> um, 
But once in a couple of times, someone learned that we had a piece of theirs and they were not happy about it. Um, one once was a guy who was now an artist for Marvel Comics, and he felt that it would hurt his brand. If okay. They, okay. But especially since the piece we had was was Bruce Lee <laughs> coming okay. up out of the fog under the uh, Golden Gate Bridge. Um, All right. And so, and in that case, in any of those cases, we offered to send it back to them. And I think he just asked us to destroy it, which is hurts, but we did it. Yeah. And a few times there's been something like that. A woman called in rage saying, I threw it out and I wanted it thrown out. And, you know, but once you throw it out and leave it on the curb, yeah. we really can't take it. But we wouldn't, but we, we wouldn't argue. Being respe- respectful, respectful of their intention. Respectful of the yeah. artist, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So um, maybe three times we've had to get rid of something. Yeah. Um, the other side of it is, um, in our first book, we had a piece called Sunday on the Pot with George. And it was this fat man apparently sitting on the toilet with kind of a towel wrapped around his knees. And, um, and it's, it's, it's one that I liked a lot. And, we, and we got a lot, it got a lot of attention over the years. The artist who, and it was unsigned. Okay. The artist who painted it identified himself. And he, he had a picture of himself with it many years ago. So we knew it was okay. legit. And he lives on Cape Cod. He earns his living doing art. And he will talk to journalists about it, and he's he just feels like you know we gave it the attention it deserved, and and um, it was fun, and and he's you know very positive as most of them are. That's awesome. Um, where can our listeners go to find out more? www.museumofbadart.org. Probably even better is Facebook. Look for yeah. Museum of Bad Art on Facebook. And there are a few random pages named Museum of Bad Art. Look for the one with 65,000 followers. That's us. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they can send us a note, and we'll send out, we send out a MOBA news about four or five times a year. Oh, nice. And that will tell you about events and new pieces. Send any email to us at uh, info at museumofbadart.org. And um, we'll get that and we'll respond. And they can purchase the books and prints and whatnot through the website? Through the website, you'll see a shop button. And um, yeah, uh, 2023 wall calendars. Oh, Um, nice. um, Nice. That's awesome. We've been doing wall calendars for about four years now. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, Yeah, books, postcards, t shirts, you know, the usual museum Museum stuff. Stuff, right. That's awesome. And they can make, they can donate too. We're a 501c3 corporation. We depend on. You know, little various the generosity little, of others, the generosity <laughs> of friends, yeah, of strangers, yeah, yeah uh, small sources of revenue here and there. You know, yeah. keep it going. That's yeah. fantastic. Well, I love what you guys are doing, and thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us. And it's been a pleasure. Thank you. Yeah, um, keep up the great, keep up the bad work. I guess. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. And uh, thanks for our listeners. Thank you for Dorchester Brewery for letting us record here, and uh, we'll see you guys again next week. And thanks for checking out the show today, listeners. Uh, if you enjoyed the content today, you can go over to patreon.com slash to support the show. You can join over there for just a few dollars a month and help us provide this fun content that you just checked out. You can also email us at inebriart.com with your questions, complaints, and concerns, or you can find us on all social medias at inebriart or at inebriart6 on Instagram. And also don't forget to check out our other shows, Bar Talk Podcast, Old Colony Cast, Inebriart, and all the other shows on the Inebriart Network, which you can find at inebriart.com. Thanks again for listening.